Okay, you guys do not want to hear the lyrics of that song. For some reason, I'm allowed to play music at the beginning of each podcast episode. But I don't think that I'm supposed to be allowed to. I guess I have it. <laughs> I guess the music's under a certain time limit. So they're letting me. And I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> but that song's so extreme and so crass that every time that I listen to it, like it'll it'll pop up. <laughs> it'll pop up when I'm running and I'm like oh my goodness and it's one of those things that you just don't want to change because it's so extreme and so entertaining you're just like oh my goodness um anyway obviously unless there's children around then I will change it but um if it's just in my airpods then I listen to it and I run and I laugh like I literally laugh aloud it's by little john and it's called pop that you know what forget it (laughs) it's not appropriate anyway hi um this is gonna be a lot better of an episode than the last one the last one was really brutal I listened to it like I usually don't listen to my episodes but I listened to that one and I was like oh dear god it was so brutal I was like yawning halfway through it like so many times it was like one in the morning and I was super tired and just very dull so I'm so sorry um I don't know if this one's going to be any better. I can't make any promises, but I'm in a lot better mood. Not that I was in a bad mood before, but I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like more awake and happy. (laughs) It's like eight o'clock at night on a Saturday. I had a really good day today. I'm really loving my job. I'm really loving it. Um, I don't get that many hours, which is fine. Um, it's, it's kind of tough to come back from, um, the whole COVID thing, um, there's a lot of work right now. Like there's like this big surge and because of my availability, I'm only able to kind of just basically work on weekends and it works. The work works. Um, so yeah, I worked today, Saturday, and then I work tomorrow. Tomorrow's a long day and I'm working by myself now, which is exciting. I mean, I love the people that I work with. So I definitely miss out on amazing communication and just, I love people, like just learning from them and their experiences and just talking to them while we're cleaning and kind of digging into their brains. And I love the things that they have to teach me and tell me and it's very cool. But um, it was nice to work alone today. Um, I, I had I got the keys to a real estate office and I know that I am insured and bonded and that the, the privacy is protected, but it was just like, you know, a real estate office. Very, very nice, super posh. And just like, oh my goodness, they had like a showroom that didn't, that had like appliances that were so nice that didn't even work. Like they weren't plugged in. And I was like, oh, these appliances are just for show. Like I want them. And it was interesting. Just kind of the, the tension that I felt while I was working there because I was very like, um, I mean, Andrew was a realtor for a long time and, and I would go into real estate offices and brokerages or whatever. And I felt kind of like a queen going in there with my realtor husband or realtor boyfriend or whatever and floating along the floor. Like I, I don't know, there's just something very posh about real estate, you know, like they have shows about it on TV. It's like, it can be glamorous and it's very like you have to kind of dress the part and your hair has to be nice and your nails have to be nice. Like there's all like that kind of like upkeep and lifestyle that goes along with it. It's like a culture. 
and I never really felt like I fit in and I and I didn't care like I totally didn't care and I'm I think that Andrew liked that about me I think like I I don't think that he really he never pressured me to fit in I didn't feel pressured um and yeah but it was just cool to like it was just interesting to be like the janitor you know like I was asking I I went over to Jason's last night and saw Freddie and his girlfriend Naya and Freddie gave me a big hug and it was nice to see him again it's been hard to be away from them because we're about 40 minutes away so we were talking and he's like so like how's work and I was telling you what I you know I'm cleaning and he's like so you're a janitor and I was like well no <laughs> but then today I felt very much like a janitor but it's funny like with the with the term janitor like that the word and like the label and how it, like the feelings that it kind of stirs up I was like I don't know maybe I've misinterpreted the term janitor like when I was a kid growing up in school I was the janitor and they're like I don't know what kind of prejudgments I had I don't know I don't, I like I tend not to look at humans as anything less like I like I, I don't think so but like maybe I did subconsciously but here I was being I don't like I don't know maybe the word janitor has like a negative vibe to it for some reason I'm not sure do what do you guys think but I mean I feel like like I work for a cleaning company but like maybe uh, yeah like I'm not afraid of it I'm not afraid of labels like like chalk me up as a janitor whatever I don't care but I feel like I'm a helper does that make sense I think we're all helpers like the realtors in there that I'm cleaning for they're helpers too they're helping people find homes we're all in this together I don't know but but I did feel like I had like a little like flicker of um insecurity when I was in there I just a flicker though and I texted my friend my man friend I won't say his name because he'll kill me but um and I was like do you think I should be a realtor and he's like uh sure (laughs) go for it it's like well I don't know like I don't totally like I I have a lot like I know a lot of people who are realtors that are amazing people but I know a lot of them, like, you know, they work on commission and they can be, like, a little bit dishonest and slimeball-y. It's a tough gig. Like, I don't, I don't want to be a realtor. <laughs> I don't think. Um, but, uh, yeah, it would be very difficult to do. But I was like, but, you know, after about a minute and a half, like, we were kind of having this, like, funny conversation where I was being a bit crass and rude. Um I was thinking, like, why did I say that? Like, why would I text him that? And I think it's probably because I felt like I was lesser than. Because I'm cleaning a place that realtors dwell. So it's like, on the the scale of importance, they're above me and I'm lesser. And then I had the opportunity, because I was cleaning by myself and quiet, which... I find like a huge gift because usually I'm surrounded by kids that are like, mommy, mommy, why is the earth flat? Mommy, mommy, why did we turn left? Mommy, like, you know, so I have this quiet time and I'm cleaning and like, you know, 
helping and but it's silent in my head like it's silent around me so I can think and process things and I was like I know why I asked that because I felt insecure about what I was doing and so then I was like I digged I dug not digged I dug further and I was like why was I insecure about what I was doing like why and I thought well because I feel like I'm lesser than and then I thought well why do I feel lesser than and it just took me a hot second to realize that I know the stories of a lot of realtors and I know the stories of a lot of other very successful humans that make a lot of money and wear really nice clothes and look the part and they play the part and um, they live up high on the mountain and they have their, you know, like they've checked all the boxes, but like living life large and they're just like me, they feel insecure and they struggle and they have communication problems and they have relationship problems and they lose their pets and they lose their fathers and they like, they struggle with the kids in their teenage years. Like we are all in the same boat. Like it does not matter how much money we make or how we are helping people. Like we're all in this together. And so it just took me like, a, literally took me about a minute and a half and I was like totally over it. I'm like, all done. <laughs> Let's move on. So anyways, I had a really good day. I love, love my job. I love the people that I work with, that I work for. Such honorable, good people. So I'm so grateful. And and the hours are awesome. So I got to work today and then I... Oh yeah, I went and picked up Lori. She needed a ride and I drove her um, to her friend's house and then I went for a long run. And in the middle of my long run, this has been happening like crazy. I've actually, I keep a diary or a log of all the amazing things that have been happening in my life. It's literally obscene. Like, I don't even, my my knee-jerk reaction is to be like, it's God. Like, just because I have to reach for something that makes sense, because this doesn't make sense. You know, when, like, amazing things keep happening, you're like, what did I do? Like, I don't deserve this, so there has to be some sort of explanation. But, like, I'm just, all I'm doing is I'm just, like, literally just logging it. So I'll write down someone's name, and I'll say, like, the gift that they've given me, whether it's money or gift cards or their presence, like, just showing up in my life. Like, yesterday, um, yesterday, I dropped the kids off with Andrew, and he took them, and I just had, like, time to just run, like, a super short run, and along the trail, and I went along the trail, and it was empty, because the weather was crappy, and usually this trail is jam-packed full, like it was today, but last night, it was empty, so I'm running along, and I did kind of a little out and back, and I came back, and I passed this woman, and she was older and she was wearing like kind of newbie running clothes. So she's wearing like leggings and it was too hot to wear leggings and she was wearing a long sleeve shirt and then she had like a sweatshirt tied around her waist because it was kind of a little bit overcast and it looked like it could rain. But she was holding like a really decent pace. And so I kind of ran up beside her but I, I noticed that there was music playing from her. Like she must have had her phone on or whatever. And all of a sudden I stopped short because I recognized the song and I spun around on my heels and I was like, I just said, that song, 
And then she's like, yeah, it's called The Blessing. And like, if you guys, I'm pretty sure, like, if you know me, I don't like the word blessing. I have a hard time with the whole, like, Christianity thing. Like, I don't know, like, it's just, it's been so cheese mode that I just have a hard time digesting it. But this song is so huge in my life right now. When I left Andrew in March and I was going through that whole quarantine thing, the separation in the house and everything... I would wake up all through the night and I would sweat through my clothes, like full on. And I think that I I spoke about this in one of my podcast episodes, sweating through my clothes, like after you have a baby and your hormones are kind of regulating and you sweat through clothes and you're like, have to lay towels down on your bed. That's the stress that would come out at night because I'd have it all together during the day. And then at night it would just be like just an absolute sweat fest and I would wake up with my heart pounding and I would go pee and I'd come back to bed and, but this song would be like, I don't like the whole like Christian worship, worship song stuff, but this one's okay because it just basically repeats Bible verses over and over and over. And I do respect and appreciate the writing of the Bible and so this, it would just be like imprinted in my brain, the verses like over and over and over. He goes before you. He is beside you. He is behind you. He is for you. Like over and over, like I just felt so safe, like something bigger was protecting me and going before me and I'm not alone and just like pushing into my life like that. And it felt like this calming, soothing warm not warm as in uncomfortable warm but like this like soothing heavy calming blanket and I hadn't heard it in a long time because once I left um like I stopped throwing up and like I I was like more peaceful I felt like I'm safe and I could like kind of create my own little zone here and I didn't listen to that song and it, like, I actually kind of forgot about it. Like, I guess I took it for granted. And then, but here I was yesterday, I was running along the path and it hit me. It totally sidelined me. And so I spun around and I'm like, that song. And then she's like, yeah, the blessing. And I literally put my hat, my hand over my face and you can't see me right now, but I was like, <laughs> totally lost it. And I don't cry. I do cry and I'm not saying that it's bad like I I totally do cry but I it's just hard with the kids around all the time like it's hard I don't want to cry and scare them I do have my moments that I cry but it came out of nowhere like I totally broke down and she's like tell me talk to me and English is her second language um so she she wanted me to tell her and I was like well how do I tell her the story in a way that makes sense to her without talking too much you know and so I was just kind of like I gave her just like very short very short couple sentences and she's like well I'm a marriage counselor in Mexico and I was like oh my goodness (laughs) and she's like you you are a strong daughter you are a strong mother (laughs) I'm gonna cry you are a strong friend. She's, and I'm pretty sure I heard the word queen, but I don't know what the context was, but she was like, just like affirming me. Like you are not alone. You did the right thing. You, we have got you. And 
she's like, don't ever forget. Don't ever forget. And I was like, I won't. I won't. Okay, thank you. Where did that come from? But I have so many stories of this. Like, all these people coming out of everywhere loving me. And I do not deserve it. Ask Jason. He will tell you. (laughs) I do not deserve it. Like, the people that, like, ask my family. My mom, my dad, my sisters. I'm annoying. I'm a youngest child. I love attention. I'm dramatic. Like, I literally do not deserve all this love. And yet, here it is. And I, like, I'm so overwhelmed. (laughs) I can't wait until I get to a position where I can pay it back or pay it forward or whatever the term is. Um, anyway, and then, like, um, so today, yeah, so the, so today I worked and then I, I was running along the path and I was doing a long run and I come along and I had, I was listening to a podcast, just like a, whatever, like a, just a, whatever podcast, nothing exciting, notable. And this woman was on the side and she had like a camel back on, like you can tell that she was in, in, in it for the long haul. She was doing a really long run and she's like, oh, how long are you running? for and she had broken English too so like you know if she listens to this I mean I think that she can handle this but I was like oh I don't want to talk to anybody so I stopped and I pulled my air air pods out and I was like well I'm doing a 16 mile run and she's like oh I don't know six I don't know miles only not kilometers so I'm like ah fuck I gotta do math okay well mm, 10 miles is 16 kilometers plus six miles is 10 kilometers I'm like doing 26 kilometers and then I t- fully thought she was going to be like, well, I'm doing eight kilometers. But she's like, well, I'm doing 30 kilometers. I'm like, yes, you fucking awesome. And she's this cute little thing, feisty. And I was like, okay, well, what are you training for? And she's like, well, I was going to do the Whistler 50 miler. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I did that in 2011. I'm like, you have to do it. It's the best experience of my life. You have to do it. So then we we spoke just for like, I don't know, a couple minutes. And I told her my story. I was like, well, this is why I'm out here. And she's like, she, she showed me the goosebumps all over her arms. And she's like, can I hug you? And so she came and gave me a big hug, which we're probably both going to die of COVID now, but I don't know, whatever. Um, and she's like, I'm going through the exactly the same thing that you are. Literally like to the day, like we're literally going through the same thing. (laughs) And she's like, you like how, what the heck? (laughs) Like, it's easy to tell the story and you guys are like, oh yeah, okay, well, whatever. You guys are runners and you're going, yeah, whatever. Like you don't understand how weird it is. You don't, you just have to believe me. It's crazy town. And I have to, like, I just keep putting this in my journal of all the things that are happening in my life that um are just affirming and like I, I want you guys to hear me so that if you're ever struggling with doing the right thing or doing things that are terribly difficult that um that you'll I just want you to know that it's gonna be okay it's like there's just something that happens when you do the right thing like you're cared for it's okay and maybe I have a rainbow up my butt. I don't know. But so far, I have no explanation for why everything is okay. It's just, it's just okay. It's more than okay. And 
Um, this was literally the toughest decision of my life. And yes, it is extremely painful and I am grieving and um, it's hard. But you know when it's just like I had to, you know, like it just, it just, I had to. And I wish things were different, but they're not. And so here I am in the crossroads of life. What do I do? Do I look back and do I cry and do I grieve? Well, I mean, there's a place in time for that for sure. But where am I going to put my energy now? Where am I going to focus? Like, where do I want to be in 10 minutes? Do I want to be in the past a year ago? Do I want to be in the past eight years ago, six years ago, when terrible things were happening, or now that I'm finding out that terrible things were happening? And just like, FYI, I don't want to know anything more. So if somebody wants to like tell me more information about what I was missing, just please don't tell me. <laughs> you know? I know it sounded super vague, but I just, like, I don't want to know. I don't want to hurt anymore. I don't want to know, you know? It doesn't apply to me anymore. So if anyone thinks that they're going to, they're, like, on my side and they're going to, like, slam Andrew, like, I just, I don't, don't tell me. It's not my, I don't want to know. There's a little side note for you. But, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll have... All I have now is to look forward and yes, Andrew's going to be in my picture and same with Jason and same with like all of us. Like I, I want to, I want to move forward and be kind and live peacefully and be caring and compassionate and like I still, I have so much compassion. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night with a vision which is not normal, by the way. Um, I had to get up really early in the morning, so I was not even drinking or, like, I did not even have, like, a nightcap or anything. Um, I woke up at, like, what was that, like, around midnight, and I had this vision of, um, it kind of reminded me of, there was a story of uh, this family, these kids had gone snowmobiling in Alaska, I think maybe it was around February it happened and they went off and I guess they got caught in a snowstorm and they were stuck and the kids from oldest youngest dug a hole in the snow and the oldest curled their bodies around the youngest in like succession so like the two-year-old was in the in the center like the core of the earth and then like the five-year-old was wrapped around the two-year-old and then the eight-year-old was wrapped up trying to cry. And then these kids did that to preserve life and to keep warm. And I had this vision at like, I don't know, at midnight, I just woke up with it, of me and Andrew wrapping our, our bodies around Callum and Jesse and just protecting them and keeping them safe and it didn't matter that he and I were touching. Like, it, it didn't matter. All that mattered was that we were preserving our kids and keeping them warm and safe. 
So I emailed him that. Like I just sent him an email and I was like, that that was my vision. And I think, wouldn't that be a powerful wouldn't that be a pow- isn't that powerful imagery of you know, a divorced couple where yeah, sometimes sometimes we have to touch to preserve the life of our kids, but we do it for them, you know, to keep them alive, just to sustain them. I remember when um I was frantically packing to leave and I grabbed a pair of kid scissors and I I guess I had packaged up boxes. I told you guys this story in like giving the finger episode. I grabbed a pair of kid scissors to open some boxes and I was quite hasty with opening them and I had sliced my finger open. And um, Jason's probably going to kill me for this, but I'm just going to go for it. And if he kills me for it, then I can delete it later. But um, I the first phone call that I made, well, first I said to, to Callum, I'm like, can you go get me my phone? And he was so cute. He ran up and got my phone from beside the bed and brought it down. And he's like, I put it on call for you. It's like you even went to the call section of my phone. I called Tammy, my friend who actually delivered Callum, who gave us a bunch of clothes today. She's amazing. Like, it just, honestly, it doesn't stop. So I called her, and I was like, Tammy, I cut my finger, like, wide open. I don't know what to do. And she's like, well, I'm at work right now. I can't, I can't help you. But she's like, the emergency room's empty. So if you can just, you know, get the boys in the van and drive there, they'll probably take you right away. So I was like, okay. And then uh, I called Jason. I was like, hi. Um, I just cut my finger open. Like, it's like emergency room I need to deal with it um any chance that you're home because <laughs> he wasn't working because of the whole COVID thing and he's like yep he's like bring the boys over we've got them so I brought Callum and Jesse over there Jesse had like this big soggy diaper from because we just kind of he just kind of woke up and Jason put some movies on for them and everything but he actually came out uh I actually don't know how to tell a story without totally losing it, but I'm going to try. <laughs> um, I had wrapped a diaper shirt around my finger to just like as a tourniquet. And so I got the boys out of the van and Jason handed them off to Jake was there. Jake was helping. And Jason had a bunch of um, bandages and stuff. And he came out and he's like, hey, we'll just like if you guys know Jason, he's like super gruff and like he always looks like he's gonna kill somebody he's like all right let's see let's see oh, I need to see what how bad it is and because he knows me too like I'm very dramatic he probably was like okay well I'm gonna look after your kids let's make sure this is actually worth it <laughs> so um I'm like fine so I take it off and he's like oh yeah that's a good one he's like just hold your hand out so he grabbed my hand and you have to realize this is the first time that we've touched in 10 years. So, like, here he is, servant-hearted, you know, how much would he resent me and how much pain have I put him through? A lot. And here he is, like, holding my hand, bandaging it up, making it so it's not going to bleed everywhere all over the van and that if I have to sit in the ER, it's not going to be this huge problem. Like, that is Jesus to me the story of Jesus and like the servant and the the feeding the caring and loving despite everything like if you could bottle up grace that's grace with zero expectations and 
he bandages up my hand and then he goes and looks after these kids of mine that have zero DNA involved with him, you know? Just like, that's, these are the people, these are the, the world changers, the ones that... I mean, Kate, don't get me wrong. I do not love Jason. Not like that. (laughs) But, like, I really respect him so much. He and his wife have been extremely gracious to me. You know, like, having us over for Mother's Day brunch and for Freddie's birthday. Like, Natasha, I know that I've written this post that actually went, was really popular just because, um, I guess it's pretty rare to love the know like the ex's new wife but I really do like they are just an absolutely incredible couple and their family both of their families are just amazing and the love they show to my kids I am so grateful anyway that's that's like what I'm saying about that vision that I had last night where I want to be that kind of um couple, you know, or that kind of ex-couple that wraps themselves around, even though we're touching each other, we're not touching each other because we want to touch each other. We're touching each other because we care about our kids. We want them to see what love is. We want them to feel love. We want them to know it, to feel comfort and to be healthy and safe. That's my heart. This is a tangent. <laughs> I can't believe I cried for like about 80% of this. I, I can't... You know what did it to me? I don't know if I can say her name because she probably get mad at me. I don't know if she, it's anonymous or something. But one of my relatives offered... They're going away and they're like... I know this week's supposed to be like record-breaking temperatures. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> so ridiculous. She's like, do you guys want to come over, bring the kids over, and go swimming in our pool? I'll give you the code to our house. You just go in. You can use our pool. <laughs> Hot tub. Like, uh, like you don't... Uh, it's blowing me away. Blowing me away. In my 42 years of life, I have never, ever felt more loved and more cared for. My I'm holding my phone with my left hand and my right hand is in the air. I swear to God. My family is incredible. I do not deserve them. I don't deserve... I know I don't. I'm so self-absorbed. I'm so like... Just... Like I, I make these huge messes. And I promise you that I don't do it on purpose. Like I'm really... I just get caught up in life. And I I don't know. Like I don't do this on purpose. I don't know, I, but here they are showing me so much grace and so much love and helping us out, and oh, I'm so grateful. Anyway, I have to get up really early tomorrow. I'm doing a, a big clean by myself for a full day tomorrow and going to different kind of commercial properties. They're really, it's a really cool experience. I clean like semi-truck cabs, and I love it like love 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 it like just it's incredible that's all I can really say but um yeah it's really neat experience so tomorrow I'm doing that and then after I'm gonna just kind of squeeze in a little run it's supposed to be super hot tomorrow and then I get the boys back and I'm excited about that 
and then we have another week so that's gonna be good too so there you go there's a podcast episode that I didn't read anything from um just totally off the cuff and I just felt like my my mind and my heart were like just super full today on my run and I just wanted to share all this stuff with you guys and I hope I'm giving you hope and that I made you smile and maybe this wasn't the most entertaining and funny podcast episode ever but um there's always a time and place for that too so there you go I hope you have and have had a really good weekend so far and I love you guys a lot take care